0: Welcome my friends to the Bob and Brad Podcast. My name is Mike Keenitz. I'm a physical therapist assistant who's worked with Bob and Brad the last 10 years. Today I am doing this podcast solo and our guest is Jordan. You may know her from our workout videos on our YouTube channel. If you're listening to the audio version of this, you may have heard her in the past talking about ketogenic diet with us. Um, Jordan's background, she has a bachelor's in exercise science, a master's in nutrition, and she's a certified personal trainer. And today. We are going to talk about ways to boost your immune system naturally through food and possibly supplementation. So stay tuned. So welcome Jordan to the program. Thank you. Jordan, do you want to start by giving your background for our audience?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'll kind of start uh, in my whole, um, health journey of, um, educational background, I guess we'll call it that. Um, so I started out first, um, and got my bachelor's in exercise science with a fitness emphasis in the program. Uh, let's see. And then I worked for a couple of years as a personal trainer full-time. So I'm a certified personal trainer as well. Um, and decided that I loved nutrition. So, um, Being that, I ended up enrolling in a graduate program and then graduated with my master's in nutrition, both schools I did locally where I live in Wisconsin. So um, master's in nutrition, and now I've been working, let's see here, I don't even know how long I've been out of um, graduate school. I guess I graduated in 2016, so doing the math there, um, over five years. And I have been working as a well, I worked for a nutritional health coach full time. So one on one with clientele, um, big diverse population. Um, and now I actually manage a gym locally that, um, so I, I have the fitness emphasis here, but I also get to do some nutrition coaching, um, teach some nutrition classes as well. So I'm still well-versed in the nutrition world, but just kind of went back to my roots with fitness a little bit. So that's kind of a little bit about me and where I'm at and all that good stuff.
0: Do you primarily work with people in person or do you take online consultants?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So right now, um, I am just in person. Um, so the, yeah, the gym that I work for is a local, um, I guess a local franchise, if you want to call it, we've got about eight gyms locally. So I personally don't do anything, um, online right now.
0: Okay. Just curious in case people are wondering, so today's podcast is actually going to be about boosting your immune system for all you listeners. So the first question I have are what foods should I eat to boost my immune system?
1: So food specifically. Yeah. So first I have, before I like go on a rant about this, cause this is a pretty loaded question. Um, You know, what I'm going to tell you to eat to boost your immune system, if you've heard me talk at all on the Bob and Brad channel, any other um, podcasts or videos that I've done, um, I'm going to sound like a broken record because a lot of the nutritional advice that I would give somebody if somebody were just to say, what should I eat for a normal, healthy diet? Um, I'm going to say pretty close to similar information to boost your immune system. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that, but then I'm also going to give you like like little specific foods, if you, you know, you're already eating a very healthy diet and you want to just really dial in what could I specifically eat that might be have higher nutrients specific to the immune system. makes sense?
0: Yeah I, yeah. I have a feeling I know what you're going to say, but our audience may not. So you,
1: you want to answer Mike or no, you go ahead. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm a big whole foods first person. Um, you know, if you hear me talk on here about nutrition on this channel, like I am not going to be the person that's going to talk to you about counting calories and any, fad crash diets. I'm a whole foods first person. So just going to start the conversation like that. So, um, the main focus, um, when you're thinking about boosting your immune system, what should your diet be comprised of? First of all, I want to talk about fruits and vegetables and plenty of them. This seems like such an obvious one, but I would not be answering the question fully if I didn't at least say that out loud, eat your fruits and vegetables. Um, I'm a big fan of like varying your types too. So don't be that person that goes to the store and buys the same two vegetables and fruit every single week.
0: But that's what I like to do.
1: Are you you guilty? Guilty there? Yeah. It looks like you had the guilty look on your face. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's just super important just because every, you know, fruit and vegetable is going to have a very different, um, micronutrient composition, um, different antioxidant properties. Um, so that, you know, that's the big, big one there, um, to help increase your vitamin load. So, but I did want to talk about, um, when it comes to fruits and vegetables, there's ones that, um, you know, during the winter months, or maybe when you start to feel something coming on, um, that can be, that are a little extra loaded in vitamin C that are, you know, good ones that you might want to focus more on. Um, so we all think vitamin C, what's like the number one thing we think of oranges. Yeah. Right. Um, actually that is not even like a top source. It has vitamin C, but, um, there are, you can get better bang for your buck elsewhere. So some of the top ones, um, are going to be like bell peppers, red peppers, green peppers, um, kiwi, strawberries, broccoli is actually super high. That's what, really? that one usually surprises people. I didn't yeah. know broccoli. Broccoli is
0: high in potassium too, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Sorry. Continue Um, on.
1: No. Yeah, that's fine. Um, tomatoes, kale, Brussels sprouts, um, cantaloupe. So those are some of, that's not everything that has vitamin C in it, but just kind of covering. And then of course your citrus fruits too, but, um, that's covering at least the top ones. Um, you know, if you want to have that focus, especially during the cold and flu months that we're about to be coming upon, that's why I did this podcast now, by the way.
0: Yeah, it's a good time. Unfortunately,
1: for... summer's closing out.
0: I think we should uh, say too that we're both uh, omnivores. So even though we're talking about a lot of plants, we're not anti-animal product, but.
1: Yes, we are. And I actually am going to touch on that too, Mike. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So that, that kind of covers the fruits and vegetables category, but the actually, you've read my mind. The next thing I was going to say um, is you want to also... Focus on quality protein sources too. So I wanted to just kind of touch on quality, um, and I'll talk about how this relates to the immune system. But what I mean by that is, you know, eating good quality grass-fed beef. Yes, like Mike said, we are omnivores. Um, so I'm sorry for my vegan listeners. You can maybe take my advice on what I was just talking about and me out here if you want to but um so aggressive beef free-range eggs wild-caught seafood quality raised animal sources that's the big key um especially when it comes to some of the um more fatty cuts of meat and i try not to go on a side tangent here but um a lot of the toxins and animals are held in the fats just a little fun fact so um, we want to be focusing, you know, especially with like beef and fattier cuts of beef to have those grass fed sources. And a lot of the good healthy animal sourced fats have immune boosting properties. So that's my side tangent and how it connects to the immune system there. So
0: right. And I'd say like a lot of free range or free roaming grass fed animals, whatever they are, are typically better. Um, and ruminant animals, meaning they graze like elk, deer. Bison, cows, uh I mean boars, I guess, wild boars yeah. would. And yeah. like sheep are ruminant animals for people that don't know because they're typically red meat's more nutrient dense than white meat, not saying that they don't have their places in your diet, uh, but correct. That's my side tangent.
1: <laughs> and I actually kind of like that side tangent too, and how you said that, because most people think I should stay away from red meat and stick with the chicken breast. And I would actually completely turn that upside down and say opposite of that. Like I'm going to opt for the grass-fed beef over the chicken breast any day. Yeah. I'm going to get the chicken thighs over the chicken breast any day. So side note, but so. Is
0: there any <laughs> other foods you want to talk about that boost yeah. immune system?
1: Yeah, I think I want to mention a couple more. So one other kind of category. So I already mentioned like the plentiful amounts of fruits and vegetables, good quality protein, but also we can't uh, have this talk without talking about healthy fats too. Um, so some of the things I like to tell people to focus on are avocados, avocado oil, coconut oil, which has a ton of actually immune boosting properties. Um, I sometimes will take a spoonful of coconut oil if I'm trying to get over something, but Anyhow, um, nuts, seeds. Um, did I say olive oil yet? Olive oil and olives.
0: You may have said it. I'm not sure. Okay. You can repeat um, it.
1: What's that? It repeat it. Yes. Yeah. Put it in. But yeah. So those are some of the main healthy fats um, that you want to be making sure that you're getting in your diet too. They play lots of roles, but um, immune system being one of them. Um, and then I'll kind of wrap up this question you asked me with talking about like foods very specific. If you're looking to maybe add some extra healthy um, nutrient dense foods to your diet, um, things that you could add in that are specific to boosting your immune system. Um, So one of those would be fermented foods. And if you're like, I have no idea what a fermented food is, I'll give you some examples. Um, Sauerkraut is one of those. The kind that you actually find in the refrigerator, though, not the can.
0: Yeah, it's often called kimchi now, isn't it?
1: That's, I, so kimchi is just like a different, it's it's like sauerkraut, but it yeah. has different like spices and seasonings. You can actually buy like, it'll be called sauerkraut in the refrigerator, yeah. but yeah. So kimchi too. Um, kombucha, which is a drink, fermented tea. Yes,
0: um, that's, that's pretty popular nowadays in most stores.
1: I feel like pretty much any grocery store you go into has that. You can go to a gas station down buy kombucha. So
0: yeah, it's normally by the produce section.
1: Yep. There you go. Um, otherwise, um, like good quality, full fat, plain grass fed um, yogurt or kefir would be sources of um, or a fermented food as well. Right. So all of those, and we might maybe touch a little bit more. We'll see how we have time, but I might go into a tangent on, Fermented foods and gut health and all that, but sure. A couple other just little random things too. Ginger is super powerful for the immune system. Garlic, um, green tea, so to name a couple.
0: I really like garlic, but unfortunately, it typically gives me bad gas. (laughs) Really? (laughs) So I normally stay away from it now. I like the flavor, but any
1: garlic, any form of garlic, or just like yeah, two two
0: garlicky onions too. Like I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm pretty in the like FODMAP stuff. Cause my, I bloat easy, but that's just me probably for my terrible diet when I was young, but
1: yeah, that can, that can have some lasting effects.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. So let's go on to some foods that we should avoid if we want to boost our immune system.
1: Yeah. So this one is going to be like a screaming obvious, or at least I hope it is. If it's not that, well, then you're here to learn today, but sugar, that's like, huge no-no when it comes to, um, building up our immune system. Um, specifically I want to touch on and like really emphasize sugar, sweetened beverages, right. um, liquid garbage, like soda, <laughs> um, juice.
0: I've heard it not... called garbage before, Garbage, a... I
1: like that. Yeah. Like, Cause it's I super
0: sugary carb dense product. Yeah,
1: just awful. Um, nothing good about it. Um, so staying away from that, Sorry for all of those of you who love your, um, beverages on the weekends. Alcohol is not a great immune booster in case you're wondering, like if you're coming down with a cold, don't go out with friends on a Friday night, not a great, uh, not a great combination there. Right. Not to say I'm not coming on here saying you should never enjoy another, um, adult beverage again, so long as you live, but I just would not be doing you any uh, favors if I told you, did not tell you that it's not great for your immune system. So you can decide from there.
0: True. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a toxin your body has to filter out. So it compromises your immune system.
1: You are correct there. Yep. Lots leads to a lot of inflammation too, which is not
0: and great. leads to bad eating normally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yes, and this. So, if you drink alcohol, it leads you to eat the other things that I'm going to talk about right now, like processed grains that we should stay away from. Because what do you do? You drink a few beers and then decide pizza is a great idea, right? That- yeah, back in the day. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, what do we? What do I mean by processed grains? Um, so, avoiding things like bread, pasta, crackers, chips. Um, yeah, I'm not even a fan of the whole grains too because I, I get that question a lot. Um, that would be a whole nother podcast. So I'm not going to expand on that because I feel if I did a half hour later, I'd be done talking. So
0: (laughs) sure. We could save that for another time.
1: Um, and then staying away from processed grain oils too. So canola oil, vegetable oils, safflower oil, corn oil, soybean oil, to name a few. Yeah. are super inflammatory. inflammatory.
0: Yeah. That's what I've heard because they're it's the way they're processed. A lot of isn't vegetable oils, not even People think it's vegetables, but it's, isn't it one specific thing? What is it? I can't remember.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, it is. No, it does not have any vegetables present. It's no, vegetable oil. Um, it's
0: not sunflower uh, oil. It's something I can't remember what it is. Yeah, I'll I can't remember. Head. I think
1: it, and don't quote me on this one, please, but I think it's like almost a combination of some of these oils I was mentioning. Like it yeah. could be like a smorgasbord of stuff. So,
0: yeah, they thought it was a healthy thing in the late 80s, early 90s, and now they're thinking it's not so great for us.
1: Yeah. I hope we, we all have that message by now, but we'll
0: see. All right. Do you take any specific supplements to help boost your immune system?
1: Good question. Or general,
0: Um, I guess you don't have to drop names, but
1: yeah. So, um, I, so I'm a food first person. I am a true believer in whole foods, but I do think there's certain things that we can't get from our diet. So I do supplement a couple things. Um, I don't supplement these all specifically just for my immune system. It's for a lot of things, but all of these that I do take do play a role in immune health. So, um, every day I take a multivitamin. Now I don't always take that. I just want to like put this little nugget in there, but I'm, um, I recently had a baby and, um, breastfeeding on all of that. So I'm still sticking with a multivitamin because my needs are just higher right now. That's one of those. that's kind of a question mark, um, for people like it totally depends on your diet, like whether you need a multivitamin or not, in my opinion.
0: Right. And a lot of like the cheap ones aren't, you don't digest a lot of the nutrients anyway.
1: Correct. A lot of them are garbage. I take a good whole food multivitamin. Sure. Um, And then, so, so meaning like all the vitamins in there are synthesized from whole foods. They're not fake vitamins, if you will.
0: Would someone take a green powder instead of a multivitamin?
1: So green powders are awesome. I actually use those once in a while if I make a smoothie, but, um, I don't really, I think it depends on the greens powder, but a lot like the one I have at home doesn't actually yield any, um, like significant amounts of, um, vitamins and minerals like gotcha. just has trace amounts. So I wouldn't say instead of, but you know, if someone like you, if you don't take a multivitamin, if you eat a pretty good, clean, well-rounded diet, you probably don't even need one.
0: I take greens powder and omega-3 fish oil. And, uh, I eat a little bit of liver every day.
1: <laughs> oh, well, if you eat liver, you're Gra- grass
0: fed liver from a local you, area. You
1: need nothing else. If you eat liver every day, I wish I could do that.
0: Just I a little think, bit. I take it like a pill.
1: That's so good. For, how do you do it? You just,
0: well, it's frozen and then I just cut it up small and then I just take it like a pill with water and just swallow it. I, I don't know. I'm getting used to it.
1: Maybe that's what I need to do. What i do great because I don't
0: cook it, but if you freeze it, it at least kills the, the germs on the outside so you won't get right. sick. Otherwise, just flash flash it in the pan real quick. But
1: yeah, I can't eat liver though. I, I didn't eat anything. That's about the only flavor I can't handle. So (laughs) I'm going to just start doing that. That's a way better idea than trying to choke it down.
0: Yeah. Well, any other supplements that you take?
1: Um, well, I take an omega-3 fish oil as well. Every single day. Um, highly recommend that for everybody. I do not think we get near enough omega-3s in our diet.
0: Um,
1: and then I take, um, I take a probiotic if I don't drink kombucha or have a fermented food. Um, so like this morning I went home and I had some eggs, avocado, and I had some sauerkraut um, with that. So I didn't take my probiotic. So, but if I don't have that kind of stuff I do take a probiotic pill uh, mm. or supplement. And then I do take vitamin D except for not right now um, cause I'm still getting sunshine most days which we'll touch on that. But those are my, my four.
0: So for yogurts, I know you look for, because you're having dairy ones, um, are like the plant alternative ones, if they're like organic and not added sugars, are they pretty clean?
1: Those are pretty clean. Yeah. Like you could get some good, the big thing, as long as they're unsweetened.
0: Yeah. I think the only thing I noticed is like, obviously if it comes from an animal, it's going to have different other minerals in it, like calcium. Cause like coconut yogurt doesn't have calcium. Right. So you'll still get the probiotics, but you won't you get will. the other nutrients that are in like dairy ones. Right, I would say yeah. people that have trouble with uh, milk too for yogurt. I know they make an A2 yogurt now. They don't oh, have do it. They? they don't have it like in small towns, like where we live, they're more in big cities, but I've had a, I actually do well with goat yogurt.
1: Oh, do you, and you
0: don't tolerate dairy? Not as much. I get all like sinus E after oh, I eat sure. it for like half an hour, an hour, and then it's fine. Like it goes away, but I was just like, that's just a reaction and go right. yogurt It doesn't do that to me. So, ah. I mean, I, th- I think if you have a state where you can get raw, I think a for lot sure. of people don't have that issue, but you have to actually go to a farmer in our States up here.
1: Yeah. Do you, does goat yogurt? I've never had that actually. Does that taste similar to cow's milk?
0: It, it's a little different. It's got a uh. slightly different flavor. Yeah. A lot of Good. times I I pro I I normally throw some vanilla protein powder in there. <laughs> oh mask it. Okay. So it's and a little meat. bit of fruit. It's not me. terrible, but it's yeah. yeah, it's not as clean. Okay. Um, do you want to elaborate on vitamin D, which you were talking about a little bit there?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um Let's, yeah, let's dig into vitamin D. I want to like preface this with, I'm not a vitamin D expert. There are people that literally devote their entire careers to researching this vitamin because it's so powerful. Um, so please just like, I'm going to give you the information I know based upon my background research I've done people I follow, um, you know, my personal experience with it, but just know that, there really isn't any good solid uh, like conclusions on this either. So, but I want to talk a little bit about like how much to take. Should you supplement? Should you not? um, That whole thing. So first of all, do I supplement with vitamin D? Yes, I do. Um, However, in the summer months, I spend quite a bit of time outside basically whenever I'm not working and I'm able to be outside, I'm outside. So then I, I don't take vitamin D. I might take it like once every two weeks, if, or if I go through a stretch of not getting outside or if it's really cloudy and crappy weather, but in the winter time, I do take it. Um, I used to always take 5,000 IUs a day. It's actually measured in international units. Um, but I recently had my blood levels drawn and I'm going to talk about that, but mine was a little bit higher than really necessary. So, I am uh, planning to back that amount down come this fall winter and not take as much.
0: Is is vitamin D one of the vitamins that like you don't actually typically urinate out if you get in excess?
1: Yeah, yep, yeah. so it's fat soluble, so we actually store it well we store it in our fat. So any excess we can't get rid of. So um I mean you would have to be supplementing with a quite a large quantity I think to actually build up toxicity in your body. But it can cause some other problems that aren't like, you know, extreme, extreme that we just maybe don't even realize are attributed to that. So,
0: right. So I yeah, can... I, I it's more important for, cause we're in the Northern hemisphere and we have winter and stuff. So it's more important up here during winter. Cause I mean, when it's real cold out, you and I probably don't go out a whole bunch. And if we are like this, much of our skin is showing to the sun. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I don't (laughs) think you can really uh, get too much, uh, synthesis there when you're completely,
0: you're in the Southern U S States, you're probably fine, but
1: right. If, if you're in the Southern U S States and you're getting outside, I think they say usually 15 minutes outside skin exposed. I mean, not naked, but like, (laughs) you know, short sleeves, shorts, like, you have to have sun or skin exposed without sunscreen actually? Um, to, because that sunscreen blocks vitamin D production. So if you get outside for at least 15 minutes every day in the direct sunlight, um, you're probably pretty covered. Yeah. So, so, uh, Oh, go ahead.
0: Is vitamin D good for anything else besides your immune health?
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's, there's a lot of things. Um, some of the main top things that it's good for um bone health so vitamin d um actually promotes calcium absorption and it's necessary for healthy bones and teeth so um actually vitamin d deficiency through research has been shown to cause osteoporosis or be one of the factors so super important for healthy bones um mood that's why so many of us up here in the northern hemisphere get so depressed in the winter honestly
0: like yeah, maybe it's because it's really-
1: negative 20 out, but I think it has a ton to do with the fact that many of us are walking around vitamin D deficient.
0: Yeah. If people don't live in an area like this, it's called seasonal depression. Yep, yeah. And it,
1: it's, it's real.
0: Yeah. I I'm not like depressed during winter, but I'm way more energetic spring through fall than I am winter. And it takes yeah. a little more oomph to make me go outside once it's yeah. in the winter months. I hear you. Is it's vitamin, vitamin D you said it's fat soluble, right? So don't you normally want to have it with fat when you take
1: it? Um, yeah. So usually that vitamin D is one where I just tell people, like, when you eat breakfast, take your vitamin D. Okay. You know, right. simple, simple kind of thing. But yeah, that is that is correct. Um what are they talking about? Oh, is it good for anything else? Yeah. Mood. Um, low levels have been linked to depression and anxiety. So um, it actually helps to synthesize a hormone called serotonin in our body, which is literally like a happy chemical. It makes you feel happy. So yeah, there's, yeah. Don't we all want to do that? So, um, and then cardiovascular health too. So protective against heart disease, hypertension, things like that. So, um, you're not just taking vitamin D for boosting your immune system. You're taking it for a lot of other functions in the body as well. So,
0: sure. so do people take vitamin K and D together?
1: Um, yeah. So that's a thing for sure.
0: Do you want to elaborate Um, what vitamin K is?
1: Yeah. So vitamin, vitamin K, that's actually another fat soluble vitamin. So like vitamin D, um, you could take too much K, um, it gets stored in the fat. We don't urinate excess out. Um, so vitamin K there's to not bore you, but there's two types of vitamin K, K1, K2, if you've heard of that, um, K1 is found in like our leafy greens, um, less bioavailable actually than K2. K2 is found in, more in animal sources and fermented foods. Actually there, the that term comes up again. Um, and actually our gut bacteria also produce vitamin K2 in our body as well. So, um, but if you, so some, supplement manufacturers will actually pair vitamin K2. Um, well, it should be K2 because <laughs> it's more bioavailable, um, with vitamin D to help because they kind of work synergistically in the body. So vitamin D, um, directs the, um, absorption of calcium from your intestines, um, into the blood. But then once it's in the blood K takes it into your bones to be utilized. So, um, it helps vitamin K, vitamin D, calcium, they all kind of need each other. If that makes sense.
0: Sure. So do you, what foods if people don't want to supplement? Okay. So I know dairy, but what, like if someone want is like vegan or vegetarian, what would they do for K2 for D or K2?
1: Oh, okay. So D, um, I actually don't know. Here's the problem. So I didn't really mention this in the beginning, but vitamin D, um, there's actually two forms of that too. Um, D3 is our naturally occurring form. That's like when you go sit out in the sun and you're going to produce it, like you're, that's the form. Okay. So that's the form your body knows, but then there's a synthetic like plant-based form called, um, or that's D2. Um, so that's really the only source, you know, that's, that it would be for somebody vegan, but I just, need the vegans out there to know that the bioavailability of that is uh, pretty poor in our body.
0: Okay. Sure.
1: It is what it is. Um, with K, um, it's the same thing. K two, those are going to be our animal sources, but you can get, can get it from fermented food. So vegans could do some, um, vegan source fermented food, but, um, K one, um, is from the leafy greens, but, um, again, that's not as bioavailable.
0: Sure. What? So with the bioavailability, it's more because it's a plant being digested by a human and then there's fibers and other toxins that plants create, which we can't digest and absorb at all. Right. Did yes. I say that correctly?
1: Yeah. That's a good way to explain it. Do
0: you have yeah. a more elaborate way or is that good enough?
1: No, I think that's good enough. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So as we're talking about probiotics and fermented foods, how does that help prevent people from getting sick?
1: So we have, um, we've got something in our body called our gut microbiome. So think of our guts um, and our stomach, it's kind of a physical barrier to help us from getting sick. So um, if we have a strong, healthy gut, and like it actually legitimately is, it's a protective barrier for our immune system to prevent us from even getting sick in the first place. so that our body doesn't even have to initiate an immune response at all. Um, so that's kind of in a nutshell, like what fermented foods and probiotics have to do with immune health is they help to build up a healthy gut.
0: That make sense. They help promote the growth of healthy bacteria. Yeah, there. there we and go. Do they live? So probably a weird question for you. You probably know though. So, for my understanding is the gut bacteria lives in your large and your small intestine, or does it live in your actual stomach as well?
1: Well, so there's, there's some, um, bacteria that we have in our stomach too, but, um, most of it is like actually in our large intestine yeah, I and mean, some it. in some in the small, but the majority, um, I can't remember. I used to back, back in the day, um, when I was studying this stuff, I used to know like what percentage was What's like, there? large intestine, small and then stomach. But um, if that answers your question.
0: Yeah. And if people are unhealthy, you typically have a large overgrowth of unhealthy bacteria in there. And that's what causes a lot of GI distress in people. Right.
1: hundred percent. Yeah. What if you've heard of like leaky gut syndrome before um,
0: that SIBO, isn't that another one?
1: SIBO. Yeah. Yep. So a lot of that has to do with just really poor I mean, gut health is everything. It could be linked to anything we talk about. Um, but yeah, so I always think of it with the immune system. And like, if you have a really strong, healthy gut microbiome, like it, it's got a very protective barrier. And so just keeps you from getting sick in the first place. It's not as much like, oh, you're already sick. Like, let's take your probiotics. its It's preventative.
0: Sure. So what is... Okay. So I've heard of prebiotics and probiotics mm-hmm. and I kind of understand probiotics, but what the heck are prebiotics?
1: Oh, good question. Yeah. So probiotics, we already touched on, right? That's you can take it in a capsule form as a supplement, but also that's going to be your fermented foods. Okay. Right. So prebiotics are actually think of it as like food for probiotics. Probiotics need to eat prebiotics. Oh, Make sense. yeah. So They're actually prebiotics are actually in some of our plant-based foods. Oh, okay. um, Yeah. Yeah.
0: I did. I, yeah, I've heard about it and I've seen people selling it and stuff. And I'm like, what the heck are prebiotics? No, probiotics are.
1: So some like, yeah, some probiotic companies will, um, put prebiotics in with the probiotic and not a bad approach. Um, the one I take does not have prebiotics in it, but I just always take my probiotics with a good quality meal,
0: gotcha.
1: um, that I know it's going to have food from my probiotics.
0: I think my, my green, um, mixed drink thing has prebiotics in it. I said probably, yeah, Kind of why I was asking. Yeah. So is there anything you would recommend taking if someone gets sick? So if they're already sick, yeah,
1: it's too late We're we're getting the sniffles kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, the hope is, you know, you, you don't have to deal with this a lot, but the fact of the matter is even the healthiest of healthy people, like you're going to get sick sometimes. So a couple, um, couple things that's, well, I've got a whole list actually I can share with you because some people like to just do everything, or maybe you just want to take like one or two things from this list,
0: but. right? So I I would like to say if this was my girlfriend, she would just be sucking down orange juice. (laughs) And I normally tell her not to do that, but that's just me. Uh,
1: Yeah. I mean, you could tell her that she could, she should up her intake of vitamin C, but I would go back then to that list of foods I talked about in the beginning and just eat a lot of those. Right. Right over, over that. Um, but yeah, upping, upping your dose of vitamin C, um, can be, can be helpful. Um, there's research too, to support if you take zinc right away on onsets, like as soon as you start to feel that scratch in your throat, um, taking, taking zinc. Um, and I know, don't ask me what foods are super high in zinc. Cause I don't have my list to rattle off.
0: Is, but it, uh, is spinach or am I making it? Probably. That? I've, I think it's in meat and spinach. Some reason they're in my head. Yeah, but.
1: that might be. You might be correct there. Um, you can you can buy like a like a zinc lozenge too that you can like suck on that every couple hours. Oh, I actually okay. am a pretty firm believer in that. I I don't get sick very often. Maybe like once every two years. Knock on wood. It seems like every time I talk about how much I don't get sick, then I get sick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, would, um, I would say if I'm over training or if I'm just around sick people, then I sometimes get it, but do,
1: yeah. But um, yeah, I do think that that can be pretty powerful. So zinc, vitamin C, um, and then if you want to get real fancy, I don't really get a real fancy in this field. I used to, cause I used to work um, somewhere that sold supplements. So I would, you know, have access to all this stuff all the time, but things like mushroom extract, it's like a supplement. Um, they have a compound in them called, um, what are they called? Glucan, glucans, um, that have really strong immune power. So, um, that if, again, these are just, I'm just more so educating now. I'm not saying go out and buy all this stuff, but if you like, if you get sick a lot, it would probably be a good idea to have in your house. Um, Elderberry, that's, um, one that's more probably common than the mushroom extracts. Um, oregano oil is like an antibacterial properties. Coconut oil has antibacterial properties. Um, echinacea, if you're into herbals, that's a big one that's um, preventative. So
0: I've heard people, um, I've never done it, but instead of using mouthwash, they will swish around coconut oil in their mouth. I do that. Do you? (laughs) Really?
1: I'm one of those weird ones. So yeah. What do you want to know about that?
0: Well, I'm, not, I'm assuming it's, so it's antimicrobial. So you said,
1: yeah. It, so yeah, like pulls toxins, but actually I just do it for my teeth. Oh, really? it, it whitens your teeth and helps prevent like cavities.
0: Huh. I have coconut. Oh. My house. I, I will say my cavities are like at a zero since I want to clean eating?
1: Oh, it's, it makes a huge difference. And I, I do it was... honestly for teeth whitening because I I'm, I'm a big coffee drinker.
0: Yeah, I have um, that problem.
1: So, I don't want my teeth to get all nasty. So, I do swish around and it it does like help to remove toxins. Like if you do that, you swish it around but you do not swallow it. Like you have Yeah, to that's what I heard. Yeah, you're
0: supposed rinse to rinse your mouth
1: out cuz it actually pulls toxins.
0: So, Would you do you there heat you it go. up first if it's solid? What's that? Do you heat it up first if it's solid?
1: I heat it up right in my mouth.
0: Oh, you just put it in a for it to melt? But
1: yeah, it's kind—it's of, gross right away. I'm going to be honest with you. It took me like a...
0: Oh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't mind coconut. I mean, it just tastes like coconut. Mildly. It's just the feeling
1: of putting like the solid oil in your mouth. Like, eh. no. yeah. but it doesn't bother anymore.
0: If people don't know coconut oil when it's warm is melted and it's solid when it's cooler.
1: Correct. Yeah.
0: So, like during winter here, my coconut oil thing is like all solid. And during summer, it's like half melted.
1: Yeah. Depending upon how cool you keep your house, I guess.
0: Sure. Yeah. So, is there anything else besides foods that can help boost your immune system? I'm guessing you're going to talk about exercise.
1: Uh, I might mention that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I also want to mention get your butt outside. Um, but we've kind of already talked about that. Um, just getting sunlight. And I'm just a big believer in fresh air and not breathing in. Right. Indoor air all day long. Um, stress is huge too. So, um, that could be another podcast topic. Cause this could be, you could go on and on about this, but keeping stress
0: low, um, cause stress. So how, do, how do you deal with your stress? How do I deal with my stress? Yeah. I just, what tips do, do the- you have for our listeners?
1: I just get outside.
0: Yeah. I'd say getting outside <laughs> or uh, I've been doing just 10 minute yoga every day,
1: more you for stretching, that.
0: but that is like, I don't know. Stretching is very relaxing. I mean, yeah. in, a, in, in a yoga state, I mean, stretching is normally relaxing, but.
1: And do you practice, like when you're doing yoga, do you practice like the breathing? Do they talk about breathing technique in the video at all?
0: Yeah. Uh, most okay. of them do. I realize you can sit in a stretch longer if you calm your breathing and you, mm-hmm. I'm a nose breather in general. Um, mm-hmm but that really helps too. If people are very anxious, uh, they're typically mouth breathers and then they start carrying their weight in their shoulders and then they will be tense like this. So I would say nose breathing is a good thing too.
1: Nose breathing and, um, getting out of your chest, breathing deeper into your belly too. Like if I find myself getting super worked up, um, like sitting, sitting down and just like close my eyes and take like five deep breaths, like through my, like in and out through my nose, but really focus on expanding my belly out, not just like shallow chest breathing, but really like expand the belly. Let Mm -hmm. it go back in kind of thing. Um, there's actually like research to prove like how powerful that is in reducing and combating stress. So it's super simple.
0: Yeah. We had had a guy on our podcast. that was all about breathing. Um, yeah. I can't think of his that's name. That's pretty cool. I'll link it in our show notes for people that are wondering. I can't I'll think back of his and name. listen to that one. He's uh, British. I can't think of his name off the top of my head.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, that's definitely something for stress. And then, um, or, well, yeah, I was talking about stress. Exercise. Yeah. I mean, what is exercise not good for? It's like everything. Like when you think of why you should move, it's for 5,000 different reasons, but, um, boosting your immune system is one of them too. So,
0: yeah, I think people should realize exercise is different for everyone. Like if you just want to walk, that's fine.
1: Correct. Yes. Find something you enjoy doing. That's what you should do for exercise. Something that you enjoy doing that makes you want to get back up the next day and do it. Like don't force yourself to do something that doesn't speak to you um, because then you're not going to do it. So
0: find something you love and
1: do it. Move your body.
0: So if someone was unable or unwilling to implement some of this advice, uh, what would be three recommendations you would give them to try to stay healthy?
1: Yeah. So to kind of, I guess, condense all of this information and like, I can't do it all, but what are the big three kind of thing? Um, mm-hmm. I would say, um, you know, I almost have to, I'm going to come at this from a nutritional standpoint, because that's just my, that's my jam nutrition is, um, I love fitness. I mean, I do fitness on this channel that, um, I just coming at this, I'm going to come nutritionally. So number one, I'm going to say like, make sure your vitamin D levels are adequate. Um, I didn't touch on this earlier when we were talking about that, but like, I'm going to encourage everybody, um, you do have to pay for it, but, um, find somewhere that's affordable and get your vitamin D levels tested and make sure that your vitamin D levels are adequate. Um, I can't. I can't just say as a number one recommendation go supplement with vitamin D because that would not be appropriate advice for me to give you because um, not everybody might need that. Um, but I would at least, at a minimum, get your vitamin D levels tested and then supplement appropriately. That's my number one advice.
0: So you're telling me I should go do that? Yes. <laughs> okay. Right when I'm when I'm pasty white during winter, I will.
1: Yes, like maybe the dead of the winter because you're probably not low right now if you like outdoors any. At all, you know, you're probably pretty good, but I, I do think it's super important. Um, I actually, I got pretty valuable information from getting my intestine and finding out like, first of all, it assured me like, okay, you're good. Um, but I also was able to then back down a little bit on supplementation. So I'll probably, I got him tested in April. I'll probably retest again this winter just to see if my changes have impacted them at all. So sure. Yeah. Um, and then my number two is going to be simple. I'm just going to tell you to go eat a ton of fruits and vegetables, organic when you can, because you, that's going to beat out any supplement you can take getting the, or just, or, or could I just change that and say, like, clean up your diet and eat whole foods.
0: Yeah. I would say if you minimize the amount of processed stuff you're eating and how about that? More foods into it.
1: I like that better than just, um, what I said before. So we'll, we'll change my answer to that. And then number three, I'm going to have to say, um, I got, I got to talk about the sugar thing. I think, um, really avoiding and limiting sugar. I think that is somebody who's, who's listening to this and drinking, you know, um, Mountain Dews and, um, giant lattes like you are really doing a disservice to your gut health and therefore immune system so i just have to touch on that because i don't feel like i talked about that enough
0: i Um, think we should link in like normal gatorade and normal fruit juices are in this category as well because they're super processed and lose their fiber content yes because if you look at if you actually look at cane sugar itself as the plant it's not that bad yeah but yeah. when you process it and it's this white powder, you take it, it's bad.
1: Right. Well, and we typically we're having so much because if you think of like juice, like a hundred percent orange juice, cause you mentioned your girlfriend drinks that if she's getting sick, um, you know, we, if we sat down, like we can probably eat one orange, right. Well, maybe, two, maybe two, if you're real hungry. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not going to be able to sit down and eat six oranges. No right but
0: like the 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 acidity gets to your mouth after right but could you drink
1: six juiced oranges yeah like it's just a massive dose um plus it's processed and pasteurized and all that but um we end up like over consuming sugar when we do it in the juice form so
0: yeah i think people should know that too like a lot of people that make smoothies and stuff when you juice it you lose a lot of uh i mean you lose a lot of the fiber the molecules change so it digests differently Correct. So you don't always feed your gut microbiome, right? If you're just drinking it juiced.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. That, that conversation goes with anything that's processed. Like this is a total sign. I mean, even if you
0: buy it all yourself and put it in a blender.
1: Right. Like, right. You're, you're, you're losing that. Um, one of, you know, you have to physically chew it. For, so it's going to go through your system a lot quicker too. Um, mm-hmm. it's pre-digested if you will.
0: Yeah. So. It'll affect your blood sugar a lot more. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a whole nother topic.
0: <laughs> I could talk about that one a lot.
1: Oh, I, right. lo- I love that topic.
0: All right. I think that's all for today. Unless you got any last remarks.
1: I'm trying to think if I am, um, I'm just looking over if I, if I, um, covered everything. Um, if,
0: if anyone's really interested in what Jordan takes for supplements, I can have her send me the link and I'll put it below. You don't have to buy them, but if people are just curious, I should say.
1: Yeah, let me know. I can, I can share. Sure. Quality is important.
0: Yes, I would agree. Oh,
1: yeah, don't go to Walmart or Target and stack up on your supplements. That's all I'm going to say about that.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, goodbye for now, I guess. Until next time, huh?
1: Okay, perfect. Sounds good. Thank you. you